So this week we are talking about uh, emerging technology in the education field and uh, actually interviewing somebody with some experience with this. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a coworker who is a software training uh, business analyst here at Blue Mountain Quality Resources, and he also has a background in teaching. So without further ado, here is Matthew Grassmeyer. All right, so my name is Matthew Grassmeyer. I am currently a business analyst for Blue Mountain Quality Resources. Before this position, I was a chemistry and physics teacher in the Tucson School Department, um, specifically at Palo Verde High School, which is an inner city school um, in downtown Tucson. Uh, what do you see as the role of social media and software tools for learning and teaching? I see a larger shift in the student population using technology. Uh, and I see two approaches from teachers. Uh, one group is kind of the old school group. They're steadfast in their ways and they do not embrace technology. They generally fight it. I was a teacher that generally accepted it and tried to use their education from themselves, you know, with technology to boost the course content. Uh, so I view it as a necessity moving forward. Um, we are now in an age where it is not about memorizing information, it is about the ability to gather it. Uh, so I see it as a very necessary skill moving forward. Okay, so as a teacher, what software tools or technology tools did you utilize while you were teaching in Tucson? So I used interactive whiteboard software that allowed for students to make edits to course content while they were going through it, um, to interactively note any interesting findings, anything that went against their assumptions, uh, to kind of help pick out those misinterpretations, um, as well as using online software to collaborate uh, whenever performing labs. I found that just something as simple as a Google document that is shared amongst the group allows for significantly more collaboration than for uh, the standard lab book that is in text uh, that each group member may look at and say, okay, that looks fine. As soon as you get interactive with it, as soon as you're not going through the effort of actually erasing words on paper, uh, I found that students were much more likely to give their input, to change things around the way they liked it, and come out with a group result that really um, embodied a group effort, rather than an individual effort reviewed by the group. Okay, so now as a uh, software trainer uh, at Blue Mountain Quality Resources, what tools do you use now that... Uh that help you in training others in the use of software? So recently there's been a push for more interactivity for adult learning, which has been great. Uh, this is just since I've been here the past two years. Um, to start, I would train using PowerPoint, uh, which has the exact same drawbacks as it does in a high school classroom, where you will lose the uh, trainee or student in the exact same way. Either they will fall behind uh, because you're going back and forth between the software that you're training them on and the PowerPoint, 
or they'll just generally lose interest because it's non-interactive. So recently, I have jumped onto using Articulate Storyline 2, and that has helped mitigate those problems significantly. Um, by being able to use the layering to work through multiple windows within our software, uh, they're only looking at one screen. They're not jumping back and forth between Internet Explorer and the PowerPoint, which loses, especially those that aren't as much uh, tech-savvy. Um, and then you also get more interactivity. You can have on-demand quizzes. You can uh, keep them navigating through at their own pace, have them looking at different bullet points, have them on their own course. What's nice about Articulate Storyline is that it doesn't have to be linear. They dictate what they see when they see it. If you are using what are called hotspots, areas you can click to control what they view next. Um, so if they are not using a function of the software, they can completely skip it. Whereas PowerPoint is linear. Um, you can skip over it quickly, but then they kind of want to see what was on that slide. And you have to explain why you're not using that anyways. So that makes it uh, not very interesting to them, and, and they lose focus at that point a lot of times. So Articulate is definitely more interactive and simpler in a way for them to follow, because they're only looking at one screen. Okay, uh, what differences do you see between teaching in an educational field and training in a professional, uh, in a professional development environment? So the biggest difference that I see is the source of motivation. Um, students have a wide variety of motivations, I would say. Um, some want to impress their parents and friends, so they're doing it for kind of those reasons. Some just want to learn. Some don't really care all that much. Whereas it's more uniform in the professional development arena. It's professionals wanting to be able to continue to do their job effectively. So they're just learning what they need to do to get the job done. Okay. Uh, so what tools would you utilize now if you were to return to the realm of teaching? I would hopefully continue to use Articulate Storyline. Uh, there's definitely a lot of use for that software in chemistry and physics. Um, there are a lot of units within that those topics that are not at all linear, first of all, and that having interactivity throughout a, let's say, PowerPoint-type presentation would assist the student greatly. So I would definitely pick up that software and use it in the classroom. Okay, what suggestions would you have for someone who's looking to start using social media within their field of teaching or to help students learn or even in the professional development environment? So at least at the AP level when I was teaching in high school, um, students would take it upon themselves each year to create um, groups, social groups, I believe on Facebook to talk about the topics of the course, uh, help each other out with homework, that sort of thing. And that proved to be very helpful, especially when you have multiple classes per day. Um, that's really the only way that some of those students were really able to connect to one another because they may not share the same course load. 
um, and they're definitely not sitting in my classroom at the same time. Likewise, any inconsistencies. Um, so if I covered something a little bit more in depth in one class, they would be able to share that with the other class uh, and kind of build out the limitation that is having one 50-minute period a day. Okay, well, thank you for uh, sitting in on this interview with me today. Uh, I hope everyone has gained some useful knowledge out of this. Thank you. I think Matt brings up a lot of good points about how integrating software into the education field can be challenging, but also rewarding, as well as bringing his knowledge over into the software field as well. I find it particularly interesting that I'm able to work with somebody who works with Articulate uh, Storyline Studio, uh, which is a tool that was also mentioned in the tools portion of our class last week. So it's very interesting to actually hear that uh, a tool we're talking about is actually being used for the progression of a professional development situation uh, where our customers are actually learning how to use our software through this Articulate Studio tool. It's uh, it's really great to, to actually see some of the this work uh, from EdTech 467 going into practice. Uh, that's all I have for this week. I would like to thank Matt for being here today. Uh, it was very interesting interviewing him and hearing his thoughts on uh, software and technology and uh, Web 2.0 tools in the education and workforce.